Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, back again with another episode, y'all. I'm going to be talking about how you can maintain a good relationship with your family uh, and why it's important to do so when you are incarcerated or, you know, your family on that end, either way, you know what I mean? Um, I think it's a very important thing to do because you have to maintain some connection to people that are outside these places. Uh, prison has a way of eating away at you. The environment in here has a way of eating at you. And it'll have you uh, uh, thinking that the realities of the world are connected to this place. And it's not. Uh, the things that go on in prison are totally, uh, in most cases anyway, totally removed from what and how the real world operates. Uh, things that we do in here, things that we uh, are allowed to do in here, things that we get involved with in here, they may in some ways uh, emulate, uh, if I'm saying the, correct, the right word, they may in some way emulate what goes on in the streets, right? But the rationale behind the things that we do in here versus what you would do out there is totally different. Totally different. In here, respect means uh, minding your own business, uh, seeing, don't see, don't talk to the police, Maintaining that, uh, that structure that upholds uh, the criminal mindset, that's seen as a, way, a sign of respect in here. Anything other than that is going to be seen as uh, snitching and, and telling and things like that, right? And when you have uh, this as your focal point and not some family member that you have on the streets uh, that can help distract you from that, this becomes your world and you'll start to believe in this stuff, and you'll start acting this stuff out, and then you'll start to take that with you, you know what I'm saying, in your conversations on the phone, in your conversations in the VG, and trust me and believe, your people will start to look at you like you're crazy. And that's one of the reasons that you need to uh, maintain a, a, a strong, healthy relationship with your family, so that they can be uh, the voice of reason in a lot of cases. And I know that's hard for us to uh, submit to because in a lot of cases, we're gonna be older than the loved one that we're talking to. In a lot of cases, uh, we're gonna be, uh, or once upon a time, we would have been looked up as the person that they could depend on. It's not the case anymore. So listening to them uh, advise you, encourage you, and do those types of things, it's gonna be hard for you because you're gonna to have to put yourself in a role that is not beneath them, but you're gonna be in a role that puts them in a position uh, or in a place uh, that will seem to be above you. Uh, it's not, but it is. But it's important that you accept that place uh, and that role because your sanity depends on it. Your sanity depends on it. And a lot of times you're going to have family members that don't agree with you and you're not going to agree with them. But trust and believe this. Whatever is going on in that world out there, it makes more sense than what's going on in this world in here. And I know that you might have a hard time dealing with what I just said, but the world in here is one that is disconnected from reality. It wants you to accept the reality of this world. It forces you to in many ways. 
the administration wants you to accept the reality of your situation because it makes it easier for them. Why is that? Because you're not going to be looking for ways to continue to be a part of the world at large. You're not going to be looking for ways to continue to be a part of society. And in a lot of situations, I understand what the administration is trying to do. Because if you're looking for ways that are illegal to remain a part of that fabric out there, then you're not learning your lesson, you're not taking accountability for the situation that brought you here. But if you're looking for ways to do it legally and right, then I applaud you. And in that, I think that's where the administration falls short. Accepting the reality of life in here is more damaging to you than anything else that I can imagine. I can't even think of anything that would be more damaging to your psyche by, by being in prison. Accepting the realities of this world in here, it'll mess you up, it'll destroy you. You'll start to believe that you cannot do anything else, that you do not deserve to be uh, involved in what's going on out there. And it will shorten your vision. You won't be able to see a way to do the things that you could possibly do with the help of your family. I know when I started my podcast, a lot of people were telling me that I wouldn't be able to do it, uh, that uh, you know I needed to do it illegally, you know, get a phone and all this and that. And I showed them that that's not true. When I call home on the state phone, I send these shows home. I don't have to do things the way that uh, the criminal world says that I have to do. I don't have to do things uh, the way that the system is set up for me to have to be included in. And what do I mean by that? Let me explain that, because that's a little bit confusing. The system cuts us off from the world. Computer access, all of that. We're not even really allowed to look at a computer, y'all. But trust that. We're not even allowed to look at one. So, with that said, how can we stay current? How can we find something that we can use to propel ourselves into that category of a uh, productive citizen while we're here? We can. We can. And that's where the system fails us. But the system would say, this is for security purposes because we have people that are in prison for a reason. They have shown that they can't be trusted. They have shown that they'll push the envelope. They'll, they have shown that if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. And I'm not disagreeing with the system on that. But what I am saying is that there can be restrictions and protocols put in place to deal with individuals like that while allowing those of us that do want to do things the right way access to the world. But absent that, that is one of the most important reasons to keep and maintain a good relationship with your family. So you can remain a part of their lives and you can remain relevant in the world in a positive way. But you have to find your way. This podcast is my way. This podcast is my therapy. This podcast is my way of saying, hear me, see me. Not in a way that is destructive or hurtful or bad, 
but in a way that is positive and constructive and good. I want to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. I want to deter as many people as I can away from this lifestyle. And I believe by sharing these stories, that's what I'm doing. By giving you the truth about this lifestyle, that's what I'm doing. I see a lot of times on television when victims of crime uh, speak, and I know it's during difficult times that they do speak, but one of the things that I notice that is common throughout the speeches that I see them give is that they don't want to see anybody else suffer the way that they are suffering. And I believe that by telling the truth about this lifestyle and discouraging and deterring people from this lifestyle, I am helping to bring that to reality. I don't want anybody out there else to suffer the way that I cause my victims to suffer. I don't want that. And my way of doing that, my way of helping to bring that about, to create the reality for that, is this podcast. And if not for the relationship that I have with those that love me, my family, if not for that relationship, I would not be able to do this. If not for that relationship and their insistence that I straighten up, I wouldn't be able to do this. They will not tolerate me acting a fool anymore. And I love them for that. When they talk to me uh, aggressively saying, okay, all right, what do you want to do and how do you want to do it? They are making sure that I understand if I say anything that's out of the way, they're going to gum me down. And I appreciate that. And that is part of the relationship, the dynamic of the relationship that we have. And that's why I think it's important for you to keep a strong relationship with your family. One that is gonna keep you focused on what you need to be focused on. And for those family members out there, what I say to you is that I applaud you and I thank you for being uh, steadfast in loving your family members that are incarcerated. But Part of you loving your family member that's incarcerated requires you, demands of you, to be insistent that they do it right. And I know in a lot of situations that may be difficult to do because you might be asked to sacrifice some money that they might be sending you or you might be asked to endure some tough times. But the benefit to you and society, especially the community, keep it local, the community that you're in, outweighs any discomfort that you might have to go through. Just think about that. Think about that. 
Think about if you are involved in anything that your loved one is involved in that is causing harm or degradation to the community that you live in, the people around you, or in another state, people that you don't even know. Ask yourself, would you want to experience what they're experiencing? Would you want someone in their families to be assisting them in helping to do harm to you? Ask yourself that. And I'm almost certain that your answer would be no. So if you have someone that you love that's incarcerated, love on them. Love on them with honesty and kindness and compassion. But be stern because some of us need that. Some of us need that. And I'm gonna keep this one short. I'm gonna keep this one short. This has been another episode of Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker, and I say peace, y'all.